Welcome to another episode of the Fanzone Podcast. Your home for all things Bolton Wanderers up the trotters, the Northwest's number one podcast. Cheers, Weets. Indeed, up, up the trotters. Absolutely, Weets. Yeah. Um, apologies for any confusion which was caused by Ben. Uh, <laughs> going live at half past six. Um, we think we need another time zone. <laughs> yeah, he's in, he's in Berlin at the moment. So, Beautiful um, Berlin. Indeed. Um, so that ruins me joke at the beginning, which was uh, we've got no Ben because he's gone up for a corner and he's still jogging back. <laughs> you get the gist. Uh, so welcome to episode 55 of the Fan Zone podcast entitled I'm Not Fine. So the, the link is for those who know in the know. Um, I was last week was or the Stevenage game was typoed to I'm fine form. So it's a play on words. Some got it in on Twitter. Well done. Um, but you get again, you get the gist. Anyway, without further ado, let's have a little bit of this. Once again, want to thank our headline sponsor, Eco One Windows, award-winning UPVC Windows Conservatories in the Northwest. Fabulous sponsors. Thank you very much for your support, as always. Um, in terms of us, like, subscribe, click away, review us, give us whatever stars you want. Any feedback? Any some, some some stars, please, have been asked. Thank you. Try, yeah. try, try not use the stars in relation to the results. Yeah, um, make it Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> obviously it'd be rubbish then, wouldn't it? Try not to do, do absolutely that. everything on emotion. That's all. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to get. At. We just need to all breathe for a minute. Take a breath. In for four, hold for four, and out for four. In for three, actually. Yeah. And just centre yourself. Just relax. It's all going to be all right. So, where do we start? Doom, 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 doom. It's not going to be all right, is it? It's not all right. I'm no. not fine. I was so, I was, I was a mixture of frustrated, angry, disappointed. I was going through all the, all the stages of grief, I think, last night. <laughs> said it all. Um, said it all when I turned around just after the third went in and turned to my left and you'd gone. Never seen, I never seen that before. No, I just couldn't. I just couldn't stand there and clap him off like I normally would. Because for me, that fight wasn't there, and it was just all very meh. So anyway, I will come onto possibly my thoughts shortly. But if we just start with um, maybe just a general, what went wrong, Colin, with you? Yeah, me, brilliant, <laughs> excellent. What Go went on. wrong? Where do you start? Um, I tweeted after the game yesterday, um, game too far. And I stand by that. I think it was a game too far, um, in my opinion. 
can I just say, yeah. you can shake your head, you can laugh, you can tell me right. to see you next Tuesday or whatever you want to do. <laughs> In my opinion, it was a game too far. And, and what I mean by that is, of course, because of the amount of injuries that we've had to endure and the rhythm being currently not what it is and what it should be within the, the team, uh, it was a game too far because for whatever reason, even though we've been decimated in recent weeks with injuries, Mr. Everett still decides to utilise and use the same team that played on Tuesday night, which beggars belief, in my opinion, because they look dead on the feet. Let's not like beat around the bush here. Why though? When you look at it, when you look at it, look dead on the feet. And the reason why that is, is not only because of the fact that we've had injuries, but he, he, he insisted on playing the same team when he had options available to him on on the bench. I know Victor played and obviously Dan played previously, but other than that, and ironically, he was probably the only one that looked a little bit of someone like yesterday, Vic. He, I think he, in my opinion, he ran pretty well. Um, he, you know, he brought us into play, did all the good, the basics forward, did it well. And he's the only one who looked kind of at it, at the races. I, I just think that he had Aaron Morley on the bench, you know. Even rest the right back. We're only play, with all due respect, we're only playing Carlisle United. Play Luke Matheson. Do you get what I mean? Utilise the players that you've got at your disposal if you keep saying we're stretched. So use the players that you've got. If, if, if the players that you've got on the bench aren't good enough, then they shouldn't be here. Do you get what I'm saying? So like yeah. Bob Varsen, he should be starting yesterday. Rest Charles. Even though he scored so many goals, it it needed a, it needed a, a fresh a freshening up yesterday. Um, so... Yes, it was a game too far, but it was a it was a game where he could have he could have got more out of the players that he had available to him, and it wouldn't have been as bad as, as what it was yesterday if that if that would have happened. In my opinion, it's a really it's a really kind of sad state of affairs though when your eleventh league game is a game too far for me. It's he's he's starting his strongest eleven, so you'd have thought. Well, that's a mistake, wasn't it? That's, part, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, essentially, it is. But you can't, you can't say that those players that are on the bench would do any better because you don't know because they weren't. So all you can go against is what you saw. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you start with an international break coming on, coming up. Let's like, like one last, one last push, boys. In it, it's all that gritty yeah. teeth. Dig in before you've got a before you've got a bit of a breather. But. Um, yeah. The, 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 you can look at you can look at the the the, the, the goals, not necessarily the th- the third yesterday, but certainly the first and second. The first one, obviously, was a the first incident. Sorry, was a was a penalty, wasn't it, from Carl Dempsey, which obviously our keeper saved. But he doesn't need to make that. Cha- it's a tire challenge. Point one. Owen Tall misread the judge of the ball mentally, not with it. Knackered. Yeah, but why? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not getting it. It's yeah, he's been injured for a while, though, hasn't he? Right, he's been injured for a while. Yeah, he came back against. He came back against Middlesbrough. He played a, a full game against Middlesbrough, and after that, it's been kind of like 
thrown in type of thing where he's come back from quite a lengthy absence. So that's, you know, they need to be, the way we play, they need, the players need to be rested. He needs to utilise his squad and he's obviously not been able to do it because of injuries and suspensions. I think the, the only kind of excuse you can give Toll is he's playing out, for me, well, for me anyway, is that he's playing out of position. I, I, I just, I'm just not, Call me old-fashioned and what have you, you know, FA Cup, League Cup, League, whatever. I just, I'm just not buying into it at all. And I mentioned it last week. And I I think it was Leslie, one of our viewers. Hi, Leslie, you're all right. Um, who mentioned about, and I got what she was saying. She was saying about going to the game and about not looking forward to it. And I think the way that we've set our stall out, and I get this whole siege mentality thing and just one last portion, da, 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 we, we've had all these injuries, just, you know, stick together. And it just creates the, the atmosphere that it's creating, the anticipation that it's creating when you go to the game. We're just ber absolutely bereft of confidence. We were playing, no disrespect to Carlisle, but we were playing a, a recently promoted team who were on eight points and were fourth bottom. We made them look bad. Play like that. What? I, I think Anne's just mentioned it and touched on it. You get to the internet. You get to the break. That's your. That's your, your destination. That's your target. Whatever happened to to going that extra mile and putting it in and literally putting your bodies on the line because there was none of that yesterday. Not even in the, not even, so I can understand it a little bit towards when you're getting into 60, 70 minutes, but from minute one, it was like, and I think somebody put on some social media page, it was like walking football. Yeah, it, and was. it was. It was pedestrian, it was boring, it was, it was dying. We use the play in that manner though, don't we? Yeah, but we... we With play. a little bit of intensity though. Yeah, we use that. We We, we all know how we play. And we do stroke it around and it you know it, it draws draws out you know draws out the block and all that da, 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 da. but then there's a burst there's an in, you know think about toll last season obviously he's playing in a different position but he, he he he'd move out of that pocket really really quickly and the pace would then the momentum would gain in the attacking phase we'd move we'd move we'd move there was no movement there was no movement, and you can't put that down to play for T. Can you not? Just not, just not moving. Come I, on, I it's October. But you can't, can you, Colin? Because look what happens when you play like that. It was dreadful. It was utterly dreadful. I, I, I really can't get my head around. I've calmed down, but as I think about it again, and I look at the league table, and I look at the comments, and I look at things like this. Our goals conceded after eleven. Is 15. Only four teams have conceded more. I'm not going into some, you know, bloody pit of doom and gloom and what have you, but it's the reality of it. Only four teams have conceded more and three in the bottom three. And Port Vale, who conceded seven in one game. Thanks to Benny, by the way, for that. Last season, we conceded 36. We're on course to concede 63. We won't, but... The run rate we're on at the moment will concede 63 goals. And I get we've had decimated backline. We've had an absolute nightmare at the back. I mean, starting in pre-season with Jono. But 
we've got depth, and it's just what it happens, what happens me, it, to us taking the lead and holding it. The Reebok is supposed to be our fortress, and it is nothing no. like a fortress at all at the minute. At the moment, at the moment, at what, the moment. What, do, do, random question in the comments. That game yesterday reminded me of another game. And it's pretty obvious which one it was. But if you want to put in the comments what it reminded you of, I think it will say it all in terms of the performance, the atmosphere, the crowd, etc. And it was a game earlier this season. And it it, it it was a mirror image of that. An absolute... I'll bring some of the comments because I think people are contributing quite heavily tonight. And I think they deserve... To get things off the chest, to be honest, yeah. and not just yeah. see not just see us three uh, wittering along because they'll soon switch off. I think because we're all a bit annoyed, yeah. aren't we? Well, but yeah, obviously people are contributing; it's greatly appreciated. So yeah, we can. Are we able to drag some of the comments up, Chris, and delve into a few of them? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, let's have a let's have a look. No, thank you, everybody. This is uh, wow, <laughs> a deluge of comments. Um, but thinking about what I was referring to, I'll just pop one in. There you go. <laughs> that's what it was. It, that's what, what it was like. Um, let's look at something. Oh, a minute. I was going to try and find something positive, but there ain't nothing. It, it's it's a real struggle. I'm, I'm literally scrolling. There ain't, up. there ain't nothing. And I don't, it's really hard to find anything positive from that performance yesterday. We didn't even score the goal that we got. Because yeah. it was an ongoing. So we, we did shots. it. We have three shots on target at home. And I don't remember them. Dion's header, which was at the back post, which the keepers held comfortably. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Jason, Jason McCormick said, uh, can we address the elephant in the room? Which is... Plan only A. Every team in the league knows exactly how we're going to play. Yeah. Um, they all know the... Acres of spaces down the left, and we can't defend aerial attacks. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't see that comment. Let me see if I can find it. Is that a fair? Is that a fair assessment? Can we not defend aerial attacks, or does it highlight once again how important the is to us? Yesterday, again? watching their number fourteen Ghana versus Toll. Uh, and I rate Owen Toll very, very highly, and I still do now. And it's no detriment to him as a player. But he was bullied, ragged yesterday. I think the, the, the most frustrating thing for me with that is, and you just touched on it, Cole, um, he won every aerial battle against Toll, every header. Barnon, um, and that one of the single one against Santos. It, well, exactly, you'd like to think so, but you know, although having said that, when we came up, Santos came up against um Charlie White, it was a different story, weren't it? Yeah, well, kind of arguing. Well, so, I think yesterday to summarize was. I think it emphasised and highlighted how weak we are mentally. With the rabbit in the headlights, the big, the bigger way following, 
the occasion and what have you. And we're going back to this again, but it, it was exactly that. We froze, you know, when you obviously the energy levels are low, they're all, you know, in data terms, they're all in the the red and the amber. And but ultimately, you've just got to put your big boy shorts on and get on with it and pull through and, and, and fight for the shirt um until you you know until you're dead on your feet and i saw none of that yesterday i probably would i, I would probably say josh sheen was the exception in terms of movement on the field i do i do think we're missing leadership um uh, on the pitch obviously uh, you know experience as much as anything else not necessarily leadership not someone who's going to scream a shirt and point but just experience really and understanding how to kind of see a game out or, or situations out you know get to get to half time type, mm. type of mentality um i've got my opinions as to why we miss we missed that i think that will be a myth obviously a midfielder I'd, I'd hope a bit of a general but somebody who can play a bit and the way we play what's expected of our midfielders from a creativity and fitness perspective then it cost it cost a lot of money wouldn't it so that's why we, we obviously haven't got that we um, um yeah it was i think thomason was walking the tightrope yesterday obviously he he was booked um he didn't have a particularly influential game um and it was it was morley it was crying out oh brandon's just basically taking the words out of me he was crying for a an element of creativity in that midfield and you've got it on the bench you've got Aaron Morley and it was a great opportunity for Aaron to to, to step up and oh, so, yeah he should have started him this is what I said before but we, we he didn't we didn't utilize the player we played choosing with almost exactly the same team barring on Lundaloo yeah got dropped and he's not acceptable if we're stretched as insane we are in terms of personnel and, and, and fitness and everything else and i know you probably would have laughed when i said start um luke no, matheson at right back no no not at all well, Cogley, Declan Cogley started every single game this season yeah and he wasn't anywhere near as good in the in in the game as he normally is because no. he's knackered so play your lad who's who's obviously got something about him you want to brought him in otherwise mm. start morley instead of dempsey who, who's been poor for weeks and I think that's the reason why we've struggled in the last couple of weeks because he's been hasn't been his normal self, whether we like it or not. And I think we've become heavily reliant upon Carl Dempsey um, to influence games offensively and defensively, and he hasn't been on it. Um, so simple as that. Like, but the thing is, Morley when he came on, he was given an opportunity. Obviously, he's been out of favour and and what have you. Do you re does does anybody? I'm, this isn't a witch hunt against Aaron Morley because again, he's a player I rate very highly. He's only young, you know. He's improved. He's in a different form currently. Granted, but did he really take his opportunity yesterday? Did he seize that moment and you know really put everything into it and say, right, you need, to, you know, I need to be on the team sheet for the Northampton game ahead of Thomason? Did he really do that? Did no, I didn't do anything to fight for that spot yesterday. I didn't, I didn't think, think he did. And I'm not it's talking good. about you know creativity, putting you know playing a killer pass or whatever. Just 
influencing the game and showing that he wants it. Didn't see it. Did not see it yesterday. And he was like, he was speaking about the, sorry, I'm going to go down a negative route again, but speaking about the the Wigan game, and it was a bit of disagreement. I I said, I thought there should have been an apology and said, I don't want to hear it. And Cole said the same. And yesterday we we got an apology some a manner of an apology and i tell you what it made me feel sick so you're absolutely right i don't want to hear it don't want to hear it i mean i mean and I'm, I'm, i think somebody um heather i think put in our group chat do you think they've done that after the backlash from wigan yeah i think they did but i i, I don't want to hear it no, we, no i think it was me and andrew had the same opinion didn't we yeah, it was, yeah. it was. Yeah. i think it was only me who said i thought we should you know there should have been an apology um, I don't want to hear it anymore. I don't want to hear about players being tired. I don't want to know about this and that. I want them to get on with it. And I want yes. them to show that they want to play for that shirt and that badge because I'm getting bored of it now. Uh, we don't want your apologies. We want yeah. your actions. Yeah. Bomba bombastic TV has said. Can you bring that comment up? Because I think it that? needs to be discussed. Which um, one are we looking at? Bombastic TV, Chris. Right. But whereabouts is it, Cole? Oh. Relatively, re relatively recently. No, right, okay. Oh, hang on. <laughs> it's just sorry. It's, I am trying to bring it up. There we go. Just no ideas at all. I think that's fair, based on yesterday. Certainly, um, weakest league in years. I weren't framing that at first, but. When you think as the game goes on, it makes you and, think. And, it's, it's, and you've got to, you, you've got to see the, the the league pan out. You've got to see things pan out. You can't base it on a couple of games, or you can't base it on, you know, what you expect coming into the season or whatever. But now, looking at it, I mean, I'm looking at the table now. It's it's 100 that for me. Um, does does the transfer? Bombastic TV, whatever your name is, does it does a transfer window um, matter when it's just been the summer, or do you expect, or would you expect a better transfer window in January? Because of course January is still within this season, um, and I'm 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 convinced that there's going to strength strengthen heavily in January. Mm. Um, would that would that make it a better situation? Because well, for me, I think, I think it would. Because people are asking. I've seen people asking about where's that where's this money gone and all this, that and the other. Well, um, I've got I've I've got a big chunk of that coming up in the fan feedback. Yeah. So we, if, if we could park put that in the parking lot for now, um we will pick it up because I think it's it's definitely a point worth debating, should we say. Um Oh dear me! Um, I think obviously tonight's not been particularly positive, and it's not not surprising given. You're going to remove that comment because I'm like getting me. <laughs> oh, sorry. How, how do I get rid of it? Sorry. This is what happens without Ben, everybody. Oh, I've too, too, too many buttons to press. But I, to be, to be honest with you, I'm seeing some comments which, frankly, are knocking me sideways. Um, Mark, bring them up, bring them up for discussion, Chris. I sorry, this for me is yesterday. I scanned Twitter, I think that's fair to say. 
because I was seeing comments about the songs that we walk out to contributing to our poor form and being Sharon Britain's at fault, Football Ventures are at fault, where's all the money gone? I wouldn't trust Chris Markham anymore. Uh, Mark, take this the right way. I, I, I honestly don't know where you're coming from. I really, yeah. really don't. Um, I appreciate that there is... It's an opinion, it's an opinion though, isn't it? Yeah, it's no, absolutely. But I, my opinion is I don't understand where that comment comes from. He's obviously thinking about the, the summer wind that has gone and it not being I, I, very... I get that. We, well, we've obviously not got some targets you've gone for. So I, I believe Chris Markham does his work, does his work well, and he doesn't. we just don't get everyone we're going for. Yeah. I, I, think there's a, I think there is a big element of... Not with you, Matt, <laughs> with, with the club of arrogance. But with this massive club... And we'll bring in these players, and we'll bring in these players, and we'll bring in these players. Doesn't work like that. Doesn't work like that at all. But um, I think, I don't think budget-wise, I don't, I don't think we're, we're the, the biggest budget in the league anyway. And, and, and this is the thing as well. This where is all the money gone? Right. You can't dis, you can't dis, discuss that sensibly without all the information that sits behind it. We've we've renewed contracts. We've done. I mean, the, 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 oh, I hate to say it because it's not about what the bloody stadium looks like with bloody LED boards and well-being centres and stuff like that. And have they, have they, you know, have they wasted the money on stuff like that? I'm not bothered about it. But if you don't, we don't know the mechanics of the club. We don't know the debentures, the profit and loss. We don't know where that's mon that money's going. There's wages. As I said, there's renewed contracts. There's a multitude of things that we don't know about. So to bring that into the equation and, and question that, I think is ridiculous. I really, really do. Until you until you know the facts and you've got a balance sheet, it's not a, it's not a conversation that we can have because it, it it's speculative. It's just we don't know. We just don't know. And I think you on players. That's not true. There's obviously money there because they, they wouldn't have uh, they'd have forced Thomason to leave, wouldn't they? If there wasn't, let's be honest. Whether that whether that money comes, whether that money from Bristol City came um, now all in one go, or whether it came over you know two or three years or whatever it would be, regardless because we can budget for it, they'd have, they'd have forced him to leave. So I'd relax I'd relax on that one, everybody, especially because it is only October and we're, we're only just ten games into the season when it's yeah. all said and done. Um, and we've got another transfer window to go, as, as I keep referring to. So I won't yeah. worry too much about that one. Yeah, I, I think we, we we get too much visibility these days of the business side of the game, you know, and we get balance sheets posted out, oh, we've done this, and it's like, oh, we've converted it into shares. Well, what does that even mean? It, it's not... It, it, it's, it shouldn't be something that's in our interest. As long as... A, club is sustainable and running at a profit that's all we need to know that side of that side of the business side of it is none of our it's none of our concern as long as we're stable um you know and, and you know comments like that you know about the rib the, the led ribbons and stuff like that how do we know we don't know the financials behind it we don't know the terms of the contract with adi it's all speculation you know I, personally, I see it that 
essentially are they tidying up the club to potentially sell it to make it a saleable asset? Should be a blatantly yeah. obvious viewpoint. They've, that, re they've restructured, and, and and we don't know about this, but I'm looking at what I'm seeing. They've restructured, they've reorganised in terms of staff and all that behind the scenes to make it operate again, which it wasn't. Um, I, would, I, would, I would say that a lot. This is obviously our pressure because we've got we've had a, we've had some poor results. Yeah, to be honest, but um, like I said, it, it, we are we are still quite early in the season. But they've not helped, they've not helped themselves the club. Let's let, let's be truthful about the matter. Like saying we've raised X, and I know why they said it or why they're trying to why they said they were trying to raise X because it, it, they wanted investment and people to to buy into the bond and all the rest of it, but. You know, saying that we're going to automatic promotions at our our aim and just you play it down a little. You bit. make that rod, don't you? You make that you make rod, rod especially, especially given the size of the fan base as well, and, and obviously that the, the increased pressure is going to kind of follow with that in it. So that's a, that could be looked at as a bit of a mistake, but only time will tell. Like I don't want to play down the podcast. I don't want to play down this season. But we are very, very, very early, early on in the season. Very early on. There's a lot of really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for Christ's sake, Sheffield Wednesday lost to bloody Forest Green last season, and they still got promoted. <laughs> Did we not? <laughs> we didn't get promoted. That's the point. Do you get what I mean? So you're gonna get bumped. I know. I don't want to sound like Ian Ever, but you are gonna get bumped in the road, aren't you? Like oh. it's part of Barcelona. And I get we're well, obviously angered and stuff. Uh, sorry, uh, Radix Lecti. Is that I, I don't know how you say it? Uh, getting into the championship will make the club more saleable, uh, much more than any fixtures and fittings, won't it? I, probably, yeah, don't know. The obviously think they can know. do both, then, don't they? That's the thing. Say again, Cole. You obviously think they can do both, and I think they probably can. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the, the you know the finances and the rewards involved with being, being promoted. Yeah, of course they do. They make it far far more saleable. I think what they what to me what it looks like that what they're trying to achieve is you know they're trying to spin plates. They're trying to make the club more sustainable. Play the right style of football, which wins us games and gets us promoted. Um, that's how it looks to me. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Raddy. That 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 of course that that's the case, but. Who knows what's going on behind the scenes in terms of negotiations or, you know, whatever it might be. These are the things that are just guesswork until we're told. So in an, ideal world, in an ideal world, you get the fan base purely focusing on the 90 minutes, wouldn't you? But when emotion comes into play, yeah, it changes the whole spectrum, doesn't it? Because people start, try, to, try to deep dive into elements of things that they absolutely no idea what, what, what kind of so they just need to sort that 90 minutes on the pitch out and then we're... well that's it exactly yeah. <laughs> it'll yeah. be left alone and then it'll be left alone exactly <laughs> i'd like to see us playing with with all due respect uh what's it called a pirelli stadium or a completely suzuki stadium or whatever you know a, a real a, a, a proper foot league one football ground and how we play and how we'd raise our game and how we behave as a team That'd be quite interesting because they've got all the fixtures and fittings to, you know, to go out there and perform on a, on a stage which is probably unrivaled in League One apart from Derby. So, yeah, anyway. Moving on, Chris. 
stop now. But I, do, I, do, I, do, I do think people. I do, I do think people deserve a, a platform tonight to kind of get their yeah. things off the chest. So, like, obviously, continue to speak your mind, and it's really good. Totally, to totally. But everyone's entitled to their opinion, and Louise has picked up on what I said before. You want to pop that one up because she she's kind of right, really. In fairness, big boy pants. Yeah. I'm not buying. I'm not going to be stuck record, but I, I ain't buying into this lethargy myth. One bit. Should we, should, can we read that out because of people listening back on? Oh, of course, I do apologise for those listening on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, Louise says bumps in the road. We pardon. We've talked. I don't understand again. that. It's a typo. We've talked. To... A lot about mentality not being there, about no plan B and lethargic players in October. That's not a bump in the road. Everett needs to, inverted commas, man up, as he would say. Um, nothing there that I don't no, but, agree but, with. But if, we, but if we, you know, we'd have won yesterday and that was the bump in the road that I was referring to, we'd have, been, we'd have won the last three. If my so grandma had wheels, she would be a <laughs> Well, they're the fine, they're the fine margins. They? They're, they're, they are the bumps, aren't they? Do you get what I mean? They are the bumps. There were no fine margins yesterday, Cole. We were no. outplayed by a significantly weaker team who were up for it. Yeah, can't deny it. Which is disappointing. I'd look. I, I, I'm going to throw Colin under the bus now. <laughs> Let's lighten the mood. You ready, Cole? As ever, as ever. <clears throat> WhatsApp, Friday evening, <laughs> the 6th of October, 2023. On this Carlisle podcast, they're on about beating us 3-1. There's no way that's going to happen. They ain't mm. beating us 3-1. That's what I said. <laughs> Colin Yates, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Have a nice evening, everybody. <laughs> you, you know what? You, you bang on. You bang on. Friday night, coming into that game, it ain't, it ain't happening. We ain't losing 3-1 against Carlisle at home. Funny old game. That's why we love, why we love it. That's why we love it. It's just madness, isn't it? Absolute madness. I thought we were going to get more blame for that then, but it seems like people are uh, not. <laughs> no, it's, just to be clear, it's not Colin's fault. It, 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 there's, I think there's but it's, all, it's a very true story, what Chris is alluding to. That's exactly what I'm <laughs> Hey, ask me no questions, Paul. I'll tell you no lies. But there you Should go. I thought I'd try and lighten the mood by simply throwing Colin under a buzz. But... Um, for, for the rest of the like you said, I think most people would have said that we wouldn't have lost three ones of like Carlisle. I think, you know what, mate? I think it, it just brings a lot of perspective to what we've yeah. just said about how bad it is and about this and that and the other. Friday night before the game, nobody would have said that, that we'd lose 3 1. But, and I ain't jumping on the, oh, well done, you brought lots of fans bandwagon, da 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 da. But you've got to give credit to that team yesterday, came to our. Our manner and basically turned us over like that. So yeah, you give, give credit where it's due. You have, but, yeah. But. Yep. I'm interested anyway. to see. Right, you've obviously got two fixtures now where we've been battered at all, haven't we? Let's be honest. So 
against uh, Wigan and Carlisle. It'll be interesting to see when the when the fixtures are reversed, what the mentality is. Well, because if it, you know, if if it was me, I'd be if even if it was just a player, I'd be putting the the results and the highlights on on the on the tellers around the changing rooms. You've got to make it right, aren't you? You've got you, you you know, it's the same in every league. You get the opportunity to put it right, and if they put it right. Who's but conceding five goals at home in the last two games? It's not good, is it? If only we had our captain, eh? Yay, fingers crossed, we will. We'll be back there. Yeah, he's back. Should be back there shouldn't he? This is going to be fun. I mean, maybe for this week we rename it maybe not so rubbish player of the match award. We do it every week. We do it every week. There's not going to be many nominations, is there? Let's just let's just skip through it. So yeah, I mean, I'm like, do you know what? I'm going to start this week, and Go for on. me, right up to that running up for the corner thing, it was Nathan Baxter saved a penalty, a couple of really good saves. Yeah, and then momentary well I don't know what that was but he can't run so no. <laughs> <laughs> he's no Alison is he so let's let's just uh, I'm Baxter Chris who are you going with he's more like Alison Hammond running back <laughs> um I'm, I'm the same he he, he kept the scoreline sensible um I think he's been a revelation this season I think we've found, finally found a goalkeeper who is ours, and the, there's there's loads of potential. I think it was in the so much. podcast. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it was, that I found out he was only 24, and I nearly fell off my chair. I think he's, yeah, he's been a highlight this season. That highlights the fact that he's only 24 with his making irrational, oh. stupid decisions like that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Um, what was the control from the management, though? What was the get the back? What are you doing? Do you what are you doing? Exactly. I mean, there was four minutes left. He made that decision. I mean, to be clear, I, I saw a lot of conversations on Twitter blaming Everett for it. And, and I can see the point in terms of saying, right, get, get back. But he didn't send him forward in the first place. So, who's your captain when that's happening? Well, that's it. I think it's again not it's necessarily about the management. on the who was? He, was Josh captain at that point? Is that right? I, 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 I I'm read, sure he said in the interview Ian, that it was Nathan's decision to go up. As far as I know, David, from like, reading reams and reams of interviews and whatever, yeah, that it was. Um, it was Nathan's decision to, to to go up. There was four minutes left, three and a half minutes, four minutes left. As Mark quite rightly said, Sheehan was captain. Um, so how many captains is that we've had this season? Five. So we've had Thomason, Santos. No, he's not a captain, is he? Let's, he's just been passed down because he's probably been the, probably yeah. the longest so I think, it, on the it, pitch. It, it, yeah, and as, as, as Chris says... It, there's normally a nod to the bench from the keeper, some form of gesture to the bench to say, I'm going to go up for this. Um, but 
to be honest with you, where, where, where else is the attacking threat coming from? It's um, great. It's one yeah. of those. It's, it's, and again, yeah. if it pulls off, if it pulls off, is it is he's he's a hero in him? So yeah. yeah. You could so. say you could say it was there wasn't enough time to do anything else. So was it worth the gamble? Gamble didn't pay off, but yeah, Dave will do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so you live and you learn um from your mistakes, and, and that was one yesterday, but would we I would, think would we, we got it back to all with four minutes left? We could okay. still be playing now and not scored. Um, I think we're, we're going to lose um, a, a viewer because I think what's he called? Sorry again, or what she calls not to make assumptions. Um, Bombastic TV has said Baxter or I'm gone. I'm sorry, Bombastic TV. I'm actually not going to go for Baxter uh, because of that mistake. Um, and I was clutching at straws because I was trying to think who else would who made any, any form of kind of. Um, Decent performance, if you want to call it that. But I thought uh, Victor Adebayejo did well upon his return. I thought he read, led the line pretty well in the first half. For about an hour, again, played played pretty well. And then he started blowing out of his arse and then he got hooked. Getting a bit sick of our second forwards, one less than an hour as well, and then getting hooked. Um, is that because we compare him to Dion, possibly? Um, but, yeah, I think I thought Victor played, played all right, to be fair. He did everything you expect from a centre-forward. He held the ball pretty well. He brought people into play. Um, he was a bit of a nuisance for the, for the, the defenders. But, again, it, it, only, it only lasted a short amount of time, which is not ideal. But, yeah, I'll give it to him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, you can, as forwards are only good as a service, aren't they? But when he got the ball at his feet and got people around him, he, he, he caused some problems. So that's the only reason why. That's interesting. Sorry, I, I, I brought that up because that, that, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, we've yeah. got conflicting opinions and views on that. I, I think, I mean, the ones that it conflicts with are those that, that came from Everett's interview where he, he said that, he, he, that Nathan made the decision to do it himself. Um, but if he's giving the nod, he's giving the nod, hasn't he? So, well, but I think, I, it's, I think I don't think it like it. Like I said, it's it's on field management now. It's your captain, yeah, as well. Like saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like you know what I mean. Like get back. We've got look at the clock, type of thing. But there yeah. wasn't any captain on the pitch because obviously Rico's not playing. Geth is suspended. Dempsey have been hooked, and they're your three, aren't they? You know, and it, it goes back to that thing again. We've no, we've, we've not not a lot of seniority have we within our squad. Very young squad in it when you look at it. Yeah, the average age is dropped massively. Five in it, yeah. There's yeah. only, um, only um, Cameron Jerome and um, uh, Bob Varson in the 30s, I think. Mm. So bad yesterday that I actually missed Cameron Jerome. Ah. Weirdly. Oof. Anyway, this week's man of the match. I didn't really. <laughs> is there? Then Baxter, so we don't yeah, lose well, on Baxter well TV. Good pencil. Um... <laughs> well done, Nathan. Oh, it's me, in it? Chew. Hang on. Sorry, all this pressing. Hang your button. Hang on. Should we be more, seam more seamless than this, Chris? Yeah, we're not. Well, to be fair, there's a little bit of disruption this week. We ain't doing a pre match presser because Northampton Town is two weeks away. Anything could happen. And hey. They could get sacked. You know? It could get, it could get sacked. Sharon could sell up. Anything could happen. 
you just don't just know. to kind of lighten the mood a little bit chris put my um put my let's put his picture up shall we Just what we all need on a miserable Sunday. Crash yeah. bang wallet, what a picture. Yeah. Wow, it. it never gets tired of that. Can you actually do that post call for us? Have you got any sunglasses there? Um, you know, I've got my missus, oh. but their heads tiny. I don't want to stretch them. It wouldn't be fair. So I'm not putting that on. Plus Next I bought time, them, that's, so. that, that, on the Northampton, like with this, the Sunday after the Northampton game. Colin re will reenact that picture, so make sure you're there for that. Uh, Alex has just asked if he's missed Chris's section. No, Alex, it is coming up. You are just oh, in time. I tell you <laughs> what, he's not. He won't let it lie. <laughs> Alex, you were pleased to know you haven't missed it because it's here. And it's happening right now. And honestly, if you got right, you yourself a drink, or oh, I'll tell you what, get yourself a drink, put your feet up. You lot are unreal, absolutely unreal. Every single one of you commented, thank, thank you, because I, I tell you what, I don't, I don't think it, we, we've had ever had anywhere near so many comments, um, and all of them, thank you. Um, as just always, just tell like, people, Chris, as well, if they're new to it, because we've got quite, I think we had about 30, nearly 40 live watches not long yeah. ago. Um, obviously, people are new to the channel and stuff. Tell people how they can kind of get involved with it the next time. Yeah, no, good point. So um, every morning of the podcast, well, depending on where Ben is in the world, um, <laughs> we will put a post on all platforms of social media asking you to... Get whatever you're thinking off your chest. Anything, any topics, any elements of what's going on at the club that you want to discuss and debate and dissect, post them on there in the comments and we'll pick them up. I mean, this week we had almost 20, I think it was, which is remarkable. Some people think it's that, like, 20, is that it? <laughs> but for yeah. us, that's a big number. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's phenomenal. Obviously, I can't do all of them. Um and no, I don't pick those that are easy and comfortable to deal with because you know what? That'd just be boring and predictable. Um, but what I do try and do is ensure that we don't repeat the same stuff every week uh, because nobody bother. It'd just be really, really boring. So it's not, it's not, it's not happy clap. It's not happy clapper. Uh, no, it's not. If there's something in there that's controversial, let's have a look at it. Let's pick it up and let's discuss it, you know, we do our best as well, obviously during the during the chat uh, live chat to kind of pull stuff apart as well. But yeah. obviously, it's not always as easy as, as that. As you've seen, and, it, and it's all opinion, so we welcome it all. Um, let's have a look. Hang on, I'm just looking at the comments. See if there's anything. Colin's highlight of the week. This it is actually well, it is from a podcast perspective. Yeah. I'm not that so. Sad. Right, hang on a minute. Where do we start? I'll tell you where we'll start. We'll start with Alex. Alex, thank you for your comments. Um, Alex's point is this. If, and it's a big if at the moment, if injury-free, do you see it as that we have enough depth but not enough competition? And think about that. 
process that for a minute. Do we have it, a lot of depth but not enough competition? Thinking about Tuesday's pod um, and what we were saying, it kind of, Alex says it contradicts what we were saying on Tuesday about how we invest in the transfer window in January and not signing too many players because of the potential disruption that causes? Or is it the complete polar opposite of that? Do we need to really go gung-ho in January and make a raft of, uh, of new signings as competition for places? So what do we think on that? Um well, you, you kind of know my thoughts on January as, as, as the next window. And I, I do think that that will be where the bulk of that missing four million pound gets spent. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll, we'll, we'll bring, I don't know whether it's more hope than expectation, but in, 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 in my, the back of my head, I do think that we'll spend and bring in some not competition for places, players, pl players that are going to take that is the next level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and players that all define games at this level and, and, and define games at, at a higher level as well because it, it has to happen. Because it, yeah, I, I, I just think that we've got a good enough squad for, for now, and I think that's the thought process and, and yeah, needs to be built on in January. I think, um, I mean, this point I, I picked Ben's, but I could pick a few, um. Because I, and it's something that we've debated forever. What well, feels like, yeah. That, I think that, that that's that's the one. But I I was screaming for that in, in the summer. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought, well, that type of player, the way we play, would cost a lot of money. Yeah, and whether or not. They, either they got the money to bring in the type of player that we all want or they have and they, they, they want to wait until January because then it'll get us over the line and, and then we've got a, a player fresh for, for, for the championship who's, who's good enough for it as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I agree with you, Carl. I think it, it, it will be an investment. It'll be a potential marquee signing, as they call it. I think we need to also consider... Maybe there is some strategy. Maybe there's some contractual hurdle in the way. Maybe we've identified that player and January is the time that we sign him. We don't know. We well, don't you, know. Let, let, let's call the player Joe Blogs, right? If you go to Joe yeah. Blogs in, in the summer and say, we're bottom wanderers, you're going to play in front of 23,000 every week or whatever it is. You're going to play for 3,000 away from home every week. We're going to push to get into the, into the, um, the championship. Yeah. My reaction to that as Joe Bloggs would be, where's my proof? Where's my evidence? What, why do I, why am I taking that gamble? Whereas in January, if you're saying all them things and you're in second place or first place or whatever it is, or third within touching distance, Joe Bloggs then might take that gamble and think, yeah. you know what? Yeah, that is a move for me. You know, um, I can I can I'm gonna be playing championship football again next season. He might have felt favour in the club that he's at now, etc. 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 But I, that, that's the way I see it in my mind. There'll be one or two marquee signings in January to, to get us over the line, yeah. And that's why I'm not like panicky about the current situation because I, I do think when everyone's fit, we've got enough to get us to January. 
Yeah. And if we don't do that in January, that's when we need to. Well, that's when you can ask questions. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think, especially given the fact that, that you know, we're saying on several occasions that we're going to go for it, we haven't seen really any evidence of going for it, whatever that's supposed to look like, have we? So, no, and I don't think the flat, fancy LED boards will, will cut it for, for that. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, we play a rock stop, that might be the thing that swings it. Well, I like your LED board. I'm getting changed. Getting changed the portal cabinet. Getting changed the portal cabinet. Lost but might not work for him. But yeah. that's that's another area that we're gonna spend some money on if we're gonna progress. Because yeah, and there has been investment in Lost obviously more more so on the pitch yeah, and, yeah. and such like. But um, I agree with this point. It's something where we've had success in the past. Um, and I think, yeah, definitely. I think that, that there will be an element of that, or I would hope there be an element of that, because I think strategically, going back to Chris Markham, I think he's identified, obviously, the exceptions were short tyre and, and, and Bette, but... Owen Beck. I know Owen Beck, who, who's kicked on, ironically, at yeah. Dundee. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of timing, you know what I mean? It's, it's all about the right moments for those players to come in and get that opportunity of a run of games. He's had a run of games in at Dundee and he's done well. Um, it's a big gamble, but I think that could potentially complement um, what we're hoping for, um, which is, you know, marquee, big signings, that physical presence in midfield, that extra striker, whatever it might be, to, to add competition. So, January should be interesting, shall we say. Or we I hope it is interesting. Yeah. It's, it is. It's, there's no better buzz, is there? You know, when you you know you make that. I think the one that stands out for me is when we signed Dempsey on the minute. Oh, right, on the death that, weren't it? And it's it. The, it was like I mean, the little car. It was like a lovely little car. Little car from another, <laughs> and all that. It's a it's a great buzz, isn't it? You know, I mean, it's not yeah. exactly it's not, it's not exactly Man City signing Rubinho or whatever, but it's for us. It, it you know it's it, it's important and it gives you that kick and that impetus to kick on and gets fans buzzing again. So um Brandon makes a good point. Do we have any outgoings in January? I I I, I think so. And I think somebody mentioned it further up the chat. Has Everett seen that there's probably some players in there that really aren't up to it um and would benefit from perhaps a loan out. Um who are them players? Well that's for Everett to decide, isn't it? Um well, if they are, if we're discussing it at the moment, putting it out to the chat, who would you send? Who yeah. would you send it on loan? Yeah, I or think. who would you sell? You know, and don't everybody say Dan because you can't say Dan because that's obviously you got you're all going to put that. So yeah. somebody accept Dan. Um, so we have, we have a loan on Lundaloo. We have a Morley. It's interesting actually because we brought that up the other day. You know, if anything materializes in January in terms of a you know a sensible bid, um, interesting one here from Liam. Based on what though? I don't Sorry, know what then. he's doing. He's, he's what was he? Is he still at Saint? Is he at Saint Pat's? Yeah, but and with all due respect to Harry Brockbank, he he plays in he's man of the match every week over there. Uh, it's a. I don't want to. I don't want to pull pull his comment apart because he's totally entitled to say what, whatever he wants to say. But I'm just curious. 
when people say things like that, is it because he's, he's an academy lad and people want him to, to do well? You know, if he's good, if he's that good, he wouldn't be in law on the first place, would he? He's mm. is up. Is he, is he going to get you promoted? The reaction to that will probably be, will be better than Dan. <laughs> I can almost guarantee you, because he's just driving me absolutely insane. I, I, mean, want, to, I want to battle the lads so much, but geez. there was, um, and this moving on to Radix's point, uh, I saw yesterday. Obviously, Kumbini and Max Conway have gone off to file. Excuse me, on loan. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah so, yeah. so Max Conway was recalled from Rochdale. He wasn't playing though, was he? No, he played 160 minutes in seven games or something daft like that. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, are they options? I mean, he's had a Kumbini had a, a few minutes and scored his first goal for us against United under 21s. So we've seen flashes. He's coming through, and I think. You know, it's the green shoots, in it? Of progress. I mean, God, the academy's been there a, a year, just over a year. Uh, completely rebuilt from Working scratch. Progress. It's going to take. It's going to take time, but it, it, it's interesting to see that you know you've got players like Conway, Sam Inwood, Nelson Kumbini, who are who are, you know, they're on the cusp. They get into the bench, and you know that it's progress. You can't. It's a good. It's a good time, though. Now we, we we're not playing for two weeks. Send them out for a month. There's two weeks where they wouldn't be playing for us because we're not playing. Yeah. So it's 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 a good time to see where they're at. I suppose. It did, Liam, and it worked with Rob Alden as well. And the, the, you know there are some really positive stories of the from the academy of old as it was, but unfortunately, it also worked with um, Keller, and he's playing for Bury at tenth division. It's a mad one. It's a mad one, isn't it? I mean, we've all seen the documentaries about, you know, about players coming through the ranks and getting to getting that close. But sorry, sorry, son, it ain't going to happen, you know, and, and that's the reality of it. So since, since that's the question over, like, who would you sell or, who would you sell or get get rid of or whatever in January? Um, obviously, said he couldn't say damn, so there wasn't really many reactions. It's an people, interesting one. People um, said Jerome and Geth. Yeah, Gethin could go. Um, it's a, you know, let, 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 let's let's throw it into the mix. Yeah, he's had a poor season. Um, he's sending off recently didn't help matters. He played in his nat more natural right back position against a bunch of kids in United shirts. Granted, but played really well, and I think it it really emphasised that that's his role. Um, I think he. Would he accept being second choice to Dacus Cogley as a right wing back? If you're vice you know, captain, probably not. Yeah. But the, realize, the realization would be is the fact that he's had such a poor start. I said it when he got sent off, he's gonna to have to have a long, hard look at himself. It's a bit soul searching whilst he's mm. been out of the give team. Let's give him a chance, you know what I mean? He, see what he, it comes back like. He's got that opportunity now to, you know. I think he's, the credit in the bank has kind of diminished significantly. It's for him to show another side to his game and come back in and, you know, and, and say, yeah, I, I agree with that. Is he a leader? Come back and show that he's got that spirit to, to pull us through this, you know. Pull us through mm -hmm. this. Bloody hell, we're 11, 11 games, isn't it? Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like the bloody apocalypse, doesn't it? 
Uh, <laughs> Matheson should be back up to JDC, says Mark. I think that's interesting. I think Matheson is on the verge of that. Um, he's very, very close and he's shown what he can do. We should, um, been, we should have been playing yesterday than ever he is. Yeah, I, I agree with that. When you said it earlier, Col, I thought he should have played, but can't be saying on one hand that we're stretched, knackered, get over the line, yada yada yeah. yada, and then have yeah. a selection of players like Bob Varson, Morley, and um, Matheson, yeah. all three of whom could have started yesterday, and it might it might have been a different, and I suspect it would have been a different story. I won't go that far, Luke. No, no, absolutely. There was an opportunity there. Is it an opportunity missed? It's, you know, it goes back to... Ashworth. Liam just said again, Ashworth, exactly, Liam. Yeah. Spot on. He should have started yeah. instead of... It's, it's, it's one or the other, isn't it? Do you get what I mean? That, that, that's yeah. what annoyed me about yesterday. Um, so when I said it was one step too far in my tweet yesterday, it was with them players that he chose. Yeah. It's... Um... I think there's going to be a, a, an element of acceptance. I mean, people refer to it as Ebert's ego and Ebert's arrogance or whatever. Some could describe it as determination to make something work. Um, it's how you paint that picture, isn't it? Um, yeah. To br bring up that Brandon's comment about um, Ashworth being uh, and Declan John, Chris. I'll tell you what was interesting yesterday, that for the first time ever, I saw Declan John actually post something football-related on Twitter. Uh, sorry, Instagram. Um, great, great performance, lads. Three on the bounce. Lads were brilliant. Never seen that from Deck when he was at Bolton. What to say much about their fans, or would he? Because he didn't think the best three on well, so, But that question there, Brandon, about Ashworth being better than Declan John, we don't know, do we? Because we've not seen him properly. We've seen him in. No. Yeah. What I'm, I'm going to guess, given the, the way De Declan John was treated, um, he, he, Ashworth's attitude is obviously better than Declan John's because otherwise well, Ashworth won't be here and Declan John still probably would be. So Mark's not right there, then is it? Mark's right, you know, and I'm not saying that this will happen, but you know, and I guess it, you know, it's that's football, isn't it? You know, it, it, it's it's all about opportunities. It's all about players, you know injuries etc uh getting that opportunity to come in and, and and make your claim think about toll think about forrester it's work for them um mm. you know they could have been another rowing back mm. but they're not yeah. but you're absolutely right mark yeah it could, it, no, it's it just that, actually, when, when when he came on that lad uh left back and we were, i think it was 2-1 when he came on oh it might have even been one all anyway i don't know not a lot of the player went to the left hand side like um, like they didn't trust him in a way. Yeah, well, this is from a, a wing back perspective. It, mm. Ordinarily, we we obviously use both flanks pretty well, don't we? And it came on, and the the the, the, the balls on the left seemed to dry up a little bit. I thought that was quite interesting. Do the, do yeah. the players see? Do this? Do the players see that lad more as a left sided centre half than a wing back? Possibly. Yeah, I, I guess I think a lot of it does come down to trust him. He's not played so much, you know. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, we've digressed massively, so I'm going to end the slot with uh, a comment from Luca Wanderas. Thank you, Luca, for your comment. Well, it's actually his brother who's made this comment, and, and Luca refers to a conversation that he had with his brother yesterday on the lines of, it's a dirty, ugly league, and you need players who can adapt to that. 
do we need that physicality and edge, that nose, that that bit of nastiness to kick us on? Are we too pretty? So I'll start with that. I, I I do I do tend to agree with it to a certain point that we are a very very fair weather team. That if the wind is blowing in the right direction and everything's right and we're on our game, we can be unstoppable. Think about Peterborough away last season. Think about a number of games where it's happened where it you know. So, and when it's not in our favour, when it's all a bit ugly and it's all a bit nasty and there's a bigger way, are we up for it? Have we got that mentality? Have we got that psychological strength to really, you know, get stuck in? I yeah. know what you think about that. I'm in 100% agreement with him. We are soft as the proverbial. Um in the middle of the park all day long it's a screaming for somebody is it screaming for a physical physical presence up front probably how could that physical presence play in our team almost certainly not if you think about that type of player and that's why i rate Adam Bayejo so much because his strength his ability to, to be out with the ball he's bought back with to goal is a strength and he does work his stones off uh, and he obviously still chips in with goals as well so i think he's a, a good asset for us um but certainly in the middle of the park i think we just we're just weak weak as yeah. we can come i thought it in the summer and it really really infuriated me that we didn't invest in in somebody and that's why in the back of my end i keep saying that january we have to go out and buy that marquee Mm. Shit, shit out of a midfielder but somebody's going to put his foot in break play up can play do the dirty stuff but produce as well in, in the final third and it will cost money um whether we've got that money for the type of player that could fit into our team only time will tell yeah i think that, that this is a, a, a good point here from louise um and i think we mentioned it on tuesday that there's this sort of transition going on that we are trying to get that edge to our game we showed it we've showed it a few times this season to be fair or you know elements of it port vale away second half excuse me um that it's a work in progress we're trying to develop that different side to the game i'm not going to call it a plan b but that harder edge and it doesn't quite come off um and as lord of the dark says we, we again something we touched on <laughs> on to the statistic and it is cards wise we are tackles wise we're nowhere near so the, the ratio of tackles to to cards is like you have to read it out for the read it out for the audio listeners chris so the funny as lord of the dark says sorry cole thank you for reminding me um the funny thing is says lord of the darts we are the dirtiest team in the league uh, might have been in the EFL and you wouldn't think that with how we play just to put some context around that we spoke about it on Tuesday's pod against Stevenage uh, Wednesday's even from the Tuesday game against Stevenage that, that we, we've got a, a terrible disciplinary record yet the number of tackles across the season is at like third lowest so there's obviously that skew which implies what did I, that 
what did I call it, Chris? And, and for Lord of the Darts, who obviously I think he's quite new to the channel and he might have missed it. Um, I refer to it as little man syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, it is. What's we we, we try to but Just... why 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 is it only happening now? Stupid frustrated yellows, isn't it? It's not, it's not they're not getting yellows for the right reasons, and it's that's frustrating. Yeah, and you can you can see it coming out, do you know what I mean? There'll be a break in play, there'll be a ball from Dempsey to a Lundaloo, it'll bounce off him, it'll cut it'll go back into midfield, they'll break away and then bump. There'll be a hack. Hmm. On the Achilles or or whatever, and it's yellow card time. Niggly, niggly bullshit challenges. Yeah, frustration and weakness. it needs to stop, and it is all about discipline and control. Not necessarily in the tackle, but in the phase of play that precedes it to not give it away to look after the ball better or whatever it might be. I think we, we look after the ball very well. That's that's not really an issue. It's just we just it's just the presence. We the t the opposition know how to rub us up because we haven't got that presence yeah. in the middle of the park. And as Ben says, you've got to factor this into the equation that, and we've seen it time and time again. That you know, trying to predict what the officials are going to do from minute to minute. The officials are very random. They aren't reliable. I love that. Random. What random. a what a way to describe them. That is. They are guess. really random. Guess, aren't they? It's guesswork in it as well. It's, it's, it's a really very very work. polite way of saying something else, which we won't repeat because, as David Green said, there'll be no swearing on this podcast this evening. So I think there already has been, but certainly not from me. Sorry, David. So we're not that podcast moment. So no. Try not. So on that. Um, but I tell you what, right? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this out because it's, it's it's been chipping away as a as a theme, shall we say, throughout the, the chat. Um, Get rid of Dan Lundelo. Is that what someone said? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a given. That's a conversation that goes on every week. So, David, has anyone ever heard ever saying he got things wrong? No, neither have I. Discuss. It's, yeah, spot on. It's, it's, we haven't, have we, yeah. And what do you think? You've been very quiet tonight, and, and I'd like to get your take on this. Even yes. ever, has he ever come out and said, you know what? I got it wrong. No. I effed up. No, he's never. And I think it would go a long way to kind of getting some fans that he might have be very much doubting him at the minute back on side to actually say got my tactics wrong got my subs wrong i don't think he ever will because i don't think that's him um and i think this debate rolls on and on is he too stubborn has he got is his ego too big is it a combination i don't know but i i don't think do we we'll think ever hear him do we think he's got an ego on Ah yeah, every 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 decent manager has got an ego. You've got to have an ego. Yeah, suppose. But it's when that ego then overtakes your talent and you've got I, to you've got to I, kind yeah. of I'm gonna take this point here. Uh, in fact I'm gonna take two. I'm gonna take this one first. Brandon says no manager does that, do they? Then they hold their hands up and say, I got it wrong. I've never seen a manager come out and say I messed up. 
Yeah, um, I think yeah. there is. I, I think, I mean, God bloody hell, I mean, how many manager post match manager interviews are out there in the public domain? There's millions. I, I, I'd, I'd imagine some have, but it, it very it rarely would it would certainly be in the minority, Brandon, to say, Yeah, I messed up. Um, they were more like more like, would you say, we got it wrong, yeah, as a Not, team yeah. rather than a. Uh, and, and I then, don't think that's a blame thing. I think that's a vocabulary thing. I think that is, you know, we're all in it together. It could be misconstrued. We got it wrong. We includes me, after all, yeah? Yeah. I think there's a lot of misinterpretation and a lot of reading things into, you know, yeah, he is. Yeah, Mark, he is arrogant. Yeah, he is. There's many managers that you could label as arrogant. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to put him in the same bracket as Jose Mourinho. I don't. I don't know the age of the of the demographic in the in the chat tonight, and whether you remember a certain um, Ginger Mourinho, but he was arrogant and he was <laughs> shite. Yeah. <laughs> Where he never for for us ha, ha, has is arrogant, arrogant, but he he's been able to back it up on it. Let's be honest. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I I ain't gonna attribute it to the fact that he's a young manager, but he's a young manager. He hasn't been doing the job long. He has mm. got a lot to learn. I think if you if you if you look at the last two seasons and and compare his post match interviews to two seasons ago, I think you'd struggle to say that he hasn't progressed or he hasn't learned from his. I mean, obviously there there was some very blatantly obvious faux pas in terms of the Joel Dixon man up comment. Um, best yeah, team although, although he was right, he just shouldn't have said it in the public yeah. domain. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think I think he has learned. Is he arrogant? Yeah. Has he got an ego? Massive one. Yeah. I think a lot of the best managers have, but ultimately he's got to back it up. He's done all right so far. Playoffs yeah, I, still, I was just thinking. I think his his win ratio is it like fifty? Oh, it's two. Allardyce, isn't it? Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Sam's with that eye. I think it, no, it's it's either. I think since, it's, if Bruce, anybody, Bruce I think. Sorry, I beg your pardon. Thank you. Thank you. I don't yeah. know Sam's with that eye because obviously it was the level we playing at, and he was with us obviously a long time, weren't as well. So that's going to knock that a little yeah. bit in it. Um, but yeah, I think it's Bruce Rioch. He's got the best win ratio since Bruce Rioch. So when we're dissecting him as an individual, probably being a little bit harsh, aren't we? Yeah. When you look at it. Interesting. I'll tell you what. I'm going to close my book. And I'm going to ask you a question. Don't say Chris Wilder, because he's probably more arrogant than Ian Ever. But we sack Ian Ebert tomorrow. Who replaces him? Don't think about the tactics. Think about the players we've got and the way we play as well before you before you make it before you throw it out there. So this will be this will be the, the, the closing conversation. What a way to end it! We Saki and Everett tomorrow. We recruit a new manager on Friday, for example. Who is it? Who's going to improve what we're going to do? Yeah, yeah. I'd have laughed at Neil Warnock as well, Mark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's everywhere, eh? He's I'll tell everywhere you what, everybody wants Warnock, don't they? After what he did at Huddersfield, what a guy, though! What a guy! What a guy! 
Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do a job somewhere and do a wonderful job for a season, maybe two. Um, and then he'll obviously... Graham Potter? <laughs> yeah, I'm, going. I'm going. You said someone said Graham Potter. See you, see you later, guys. <laughs> nice one, Ben. You've just got rid of Colin, I'm Graham back. Potter. There's no way in a month Sunday that he'll ever go and manage in League One when he was managing Chelsea and he was managing in Premier Brighton not long back. Lord of the Dark says Pep. Can't I thought we'd already got him. We've got Pep Junior, haven't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, let's have a look at Brian Potter. Brian yeah. Potter. Yeah. I was going to make a reference to Brian Potter. I'll tell you. <laughs> Imagine it at Lostock, can't you, when he's taking him into, into training? Considering there's a lot of people that, that aren't I'm gonna do to you. Yeah, I think <laughs> considering there's a lot there's a lot of people that, that are obviously sat sitting on the fence all of a sudden with Ever after yesterday. And then obviously this doesn't count for the 40 people watching this, but um there aren't many suggestions, are there? Well, it, it's not it, it for me, it's not it's a, 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 yeah, I'm seeing a lot of conjecture. I'm seeing a lot of shows saying get rid of him. Yeah, he's one-dimensional. He's no plan B, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You got to look at what the alternatives are. Um, Lord of the Dart says on a serious note, I'm happy with Ever. Um, in the presence of royalty, no less, Mr. Johnny Wanderer, happy to back Ever. Judge him at the end of the season is probably the most sensible comment. Um, Marky Mark. Wait, didn't you have a funky bunch, Mark? You might, no? No. So it's showing me age. It's not that Everett needs to leave. He needs to fix aspects of our gameplay. No, I, no, I can agree with this 100%. Until yeah. then, we'll always take two steps forward and one back. Not too sure about that at the end, um, given the season-on-season -season progress statistically. Incremental gains. Indeed. We don't lose, we learn. Um but he does definitely 100%. He needs to he needs to fix things. That's his job, you know. When things break down, a cob isn't turning. He's he's the one to fix it. Um, I think that's absolutely bang on. Um, not sure if that's tongue in cheek, Mister Johnny Wanderer, saying Chris Wilder. Um, <laughs> ben is in seriousness. I'm 100%. I'm behind Everett 100%. Um, and I think that in the heat of the moment, it's his fault, and he needs to accept responsibility, take blame, whatever you want to say. But on reflection, and you look at it and think, who's going to come in and do a better job? Who can we afford, and who will you know step into the fold? It's a difficult one. Um, I'm going to say, I think Brownie will give it a good shot. If, we, if we're talking about Phil Brown, David, I'm very, very sorry, but I'm not sure if you've heard any of his interviews recently. I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't trust him with our football club as a manager, as the game is right now. Respects him massively as an ex-wanderer and obviously what he did at Hull as a manager, but is he... You know, it, would he be in the frame for, for our job? Is he okay with how the game's played? I don't think so. I think that ship has sailed personally. 
I could yeah. be wrong. People uh, say Liam Richardson. That's that's an interesting one. That I he, actually, he actually used to play for us. For the people that are old enough to remember that, um, so there's a little link there. He, he's obviously got promoted. He's got promotion on his on his. Uh, I can see why that 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 would get brought up, but he did the, 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 the way he plays isn't suitable for our our, no. our current squad. Um, we will close with this, shall we? Mr. Wanderer, um, I know I put a couple of his comments on, but I'm just bringing up comments as I see them that I think are relevant. Um, and that says it all. Johnny Wanderer says, Everett is the best man for the job, in my opinion. Yeah, of course he is. Absolutely, 100%, yes. So, Not even a, really a conversation. For today, yeah. it, it, it will be a conversation in May if we're still stuck in this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Johnny, you said, let's judge him at the end of the season, and we'll do that. That's exactly what we'll do. And then, right. now, and the reason, sorry, and to end on this, the reason why, the reason why it will be up for debate in May, is probably because of him or the way that we've portrayed what our achievements or plans are going to be for this season because he's kind of set himself up for a fail if he doesn't get us promoted. Can I just ask one question? Sorry, I know we've, we've closed about five times, but is that a wind-up? And, <laughs> and I know you're referring to the ex-Luton manager, not him off Twitter. Um, <laughs> Nathan Jones, ex-Luton, ex-Southampton, he's not arrogant at all. BWFC714, I am reading some sarcasm there, am I not? <laughs> Please confirm. Yes, it's a... <laughs> Just yes, checking. Good. Yes, it is a wind-up. He is probably the most arrogant manager I have ever, ever seen. He's outrageous. But anyway, on that bombshell, um, have I missed anything, you two? Um, like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe, uh, comment. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Do, do, do all that. It honestly, it, it it helps massively, and we can see it growing. Obviously, tonight we've had loads of you on more than usual. Let us know whether you like it or Thank whether you you, yeah. you just listen to it because it's one just related, and it obviously it fills your time up. Or just give us any any feedback, or ways in which we can improve, things you don't like, all that type of stuff. Any improvements that we've made this season. That's you, you that, that you like or dislike and etc etc things that we see remember no. <laughs> we've got super Ian ever and he knows exactly what we need you think about that right you think about when we lost in the playoffs at Barnsley when we won at Port Vale and everybody sat stood in unison singing that have a think about it. Read it for the people who are audio, Chris. I keep forgetting that, don't I? I'm really yeah. sorry. I'm trying I'm not... and, and Spotify people. So Alex says, if Everett, if Everett needs to know he's back, just listen to the stadium chanting his name when we're 1-0 up. Just stupid people when we lose. I won't go that far and say stupid. It's understandable that people get irrational. And emotional. emotional. It's emotional. I, I, I was fuming yesterday. Human. I mean, I'm, yeah, but when you reflect, you're all there waving your flags a couple of months back at Wembley. Yeah, think of Wembley. 
and think about what he's done. When we could play football. <laughs> yeah. When we got players fit. And he'll just um, change like that. Think about how he winds up opposition fans. Think about his spats with James McLean and stuff like that. The man's he, he, he's got what it takes for me, anyway. If you want him to go, it's entirely up to you. Anyway. Anything else, Ange, from you? No, I'm done. I'm done. I've just been watching the chat. There's been so much. Sorry, I know I've been Honestly, quiet because I've been reading. There's been so many comments. Seriously, thank you so it's much, been everyone. relentless. Thank yeah. I was going to say thank you, but obviously with Ben not being here, we're trying to manage it, and it's been like flying down. So yeah, usually Ben is the one that sits at the top and kind of reads and it all. Rolls in as well. Yeah, exactly. And we ain't got that. He's in Berlin, probably in some. He's probably dressed in PVC and something <laughs> like that. I don't know. With a pool ball, think of that. With, with his, ball in his mouth, his, his, his chain out and his uh, his and his sideburns going on. Bring out the game. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love him. On we go. Northampton is our next game in two weeks. Time to recuperate because we're all a bit tired. Have a lovely week. Have a lovely couple of Let's weeks. Not think about football too much. And thank you ever so much for all your comments, all your feedback, everything that you've said tonight is all valuable. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll catch you soon. Have a good one. Come on, you whites. You whites.